Hey, fresh capital listeners. Welcome to our Simple Sprout series. We're tired of long, overcomplicated explanations of things in business and investing. So every week, we pick an investing or business concept and explain it in a refreshingly simple way. The challenge for us, to do it in five minutes or less. Today, I get to talk about one of my favorite types of business models, a platform business. And if you haven't yet checked out our Simple Sprout on business models, definitely check that out. A platform business is a type of business model that focuses on facilitating interactions across a large number of customers and participants on the platform. A really basic analog example is a shopping mall. If you close your eyes for a second and imagine a shopping mall, a shopping mall provides a space and area for rent that retailers, grocers, food outlets, and other merchants to rent, leverage, and build their own businesses within the shopping mall. The shopping mall here is a service provider that acts as the platform business, and their customers use that platform to create their own businesses, which then shows how a shopping mall facilitates interactions across their customers, who are the retailers, and participants in the platform, who are the visitors in the shopping mall. Platform business models rely heavily on network effects. So as the shopping mall gets more stores, people then will visit or there'll be an increase in visitors. As more people then visit the shopping mall, more stores open, which could lead to greater discounts, events, which drive then more customers, increasing the amount of stores, and so forth. This is one type of interaction. The shopping mall is providing a service to the different stores who rent space within the shopping mall. It's a very analog type of interaction, however. When we move into the digital world where we see a lot of platform businesses, there are multiple types of interactions. Generally, we break them down into short-term and long-term interactions. Short-term interactions include transactional relationships, such as connecting buyers and sellers, whereas long-term interactions include things like co-building products together of building an ecosystem where creators can thrive on the product together. For example, a short-term relationship business would include something like a marketplace like Amazon or eBay, where people build small businesses and interact in short-term relationships through transactions. The platform like Amazon or eBay provides the infrastructure and the tools for a seller and a buyer to connect. When we shift and look at long-term relationships, platform businesses like Facebook or Slack use their own product and have users build applications on top, communities on top, where people can facilitate long-term interactions with other users and participants on the platform. Imagine how long people have used Facebook for. I've personally used Facebook for, you know, close to... 10 years now, and it's an incredible tool, but for the most part, it's a very long-term relationship-driven interaction, unlike something like eBay or Amazon, where someone might use it once or twice and facilitate a very short-term transactional interaction. You can even see this long-term interaction play out on some platform businesses like Google Chrome. 
Google Chrome is an example of a platform business because users can create their own products like Chrome extensions and Chrome apps on top of Google Chrome, which is a platform. When you strip it all back, the role of a platform business is to create the infrastructure that facilitates these interactions at scale, as well as governance processes that support and empowers users to create these interactions. So let's quickly walk through two examples of a platform business. And it's worth noting that most companies don't actually start as a platform business, but as they amass more users and build their network effects, they get more participants on the platform who then build on top of it. So one example is Atlassian. They started as a software as a service business or a SaaS business with Jira Confluence as their flagship products. And as they amassed more users, their customer base started to build apps and APIs on top of these products, which then enabled people to build their own companies around these products and on top of Atlassian's existing products. Another example is Shopify. They started as a service provider, but then quickly expanded to a platform business that enabled people to not only create stores, but also products on top of the Shopify platform, which increased their ability to sell things in-store. As an investor, you should be assessing platform businesses based on their traction and how many companies are building on top of their product or how many products have been built on top of their product. This lets you get a gauge for the value they create for others, which means that as they create more value, they're unlocking more value for their own shareholders. The more value they create for other people, the greater the value they create for themselves as a platform business. Thus, the underlying platform business becomes stickier and the overall value of that business increases. You should be wary though, because it's very easy to get caught up with a marketplace aggregator like Amazon or Uber or Airbnb and think it's a platform business, but it really is how does this business get used to create value for others. That's it. Thanks again for tuning in. Catch us this weekend for our deep dive. That's this week's Simple Sprouts episode. Send us an email if there's a concept you want explained simply. Look in our show notes and leave a review. Thanks again, and we'll see you on Sunday for our weekly company breakdown.